This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. Striketober is over with, yeah, but now it's Strike Vember as November rolls in and the strikes continue. A big factor in all this is solidarity. I know that most of the newspapers are attributing the union successes to the economic situation because there are more jobs available, which makes it possible for workers to win more of their demands. But that's not the only thing that's happening. Another great thing, tremendous thing that's happening, is solidarity. And one of the main figures in this whole new solidarity movement lives near where I live. I live in Dallas, and Tevita Uhutafe lives in Fort Worth. I interviewed him to see what he thinks about this big wave of union solidarity. And I've cornered Tevita Uhutafe. Is that the way you pronounce it? That's correct. Tevita Uhutafe. Thank you. And you've been traveling around to do solidarity on the picket line with just about everybody. Yeah, that's right, Gene. Um, it's been something that has opened my eyes to the, the labor movement and our might uh, when we stand in solidarity. Uh, good things happen and people are noticing. You think that that's why we're winning now? Because some people say it's just that the economy is better. But I say it's because we've got better solidarity, better communications, and, uh, and more interaction and more support than ever before. What do you think? Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, with the, the tools that we have as unionists and organizers today, it's easier for us to communicate with each other by sharing each other's uh, actions and also uh, building solidarity that way. So that's technology has been a good thing for us to get our information out, and that's what is helping our movement move forward. Give me an idea of some of the places you've been lately and some of the people you've seen. Uh, well, within the past two months, I've been in Chicago, Illinois for a Nabisco strike, uh, Portland, Oregon for a Nabisco strike. I've been to Omaha, Nebraska for a Kellogg strike. And just uh, this week, I was in Denver, Colorado for the John Deere strike that's going on under the UAW. And what's your opinion? Do you think uh, there's some pretty good chance that some of these are going to win? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I've spoken to some of their negotiation uh, negotiating committee members that are uh, on the picking line, and I also speak to a lot of the local presidents when I visit. And there is optimism, and there's also uh, what's bigger than the optimism is the support from the, the community and uh other national unions who are are sharing the information and showing uh, solidarity through action and and helping with their strike pickets and uh, also to help donate into their their uh, strike funds so that's also good uh you mentioned earlier that you were going to go somewhere tomorrow weather permitting what's the situation there Yes, so I was going to join the Harvard Grad Students Union, who are organized under the UAW. Tomorrow, they are going on strike for the first day. They are fighting for uh, just the same thing that we, we hear all the time. We're fighting for better wages. We're fighting for better benefits. And these students see what the, the chancellor makes at the school and think and feel that they need to get in on it, too, because they're the ones doing the work to, to get these kids graded and get them tested and, and moved on, you know, to, to bigger pastures and after college. So, And you're an ordinary worker, and I want to make sure everybody knows that we claim you in North Texas. So where do you work and what do you do? 
yes, uh, I'm I'm from North Texas, and North Texas and the state of Texas can claim me for all that matters. But I uh, am a fleet service clerk for American Airlines at, at DFW Airport. And uh, and you got started doing this solidarity work. I know I saw you at least a year ago on a picket line in uh, Oak Cliff, Texas. I've forgotten now what that one was for. But uh, have you been doing this longer than a year, or has it about, been about a year? Well, my first picket was the GM strike here in 2019 in Arlington. And for the 40 days those workers were out, I was there for 36 of them. And I did see you there at that picket uh, quite often. You were just filming. So get in the, get in the footage we needed. <laughs> I'm always either filming or recording because I believe that uh, labor needs to get its message out. And you're saying that the labor is being effective on getting its message out. Yeah, certainly. So you you have a small portion of workers who are organized, who are um, who are causing a lot of havoc as far as you know people walking off the job because they're just plain tired of what's going on. If this small union density is making all this noise where the national media is catching on and there's a craze called strike tober that's hitting all the social media networks then there's something's going on and, and people are noticing and even as we sit here we're at the texas afl cio executive board taking place in austin and what do you expect these guys to do do you think the texas afl cios is in step with the upsurge in the labor movement? We may not be totally in step because of all the barriers we deal with in here in the state of Texas, but we're fine like hell to be in lockstep with everybody else. <laughs> and do you think the solidarity will spread to the political realm? Because contract negotiations are one thing and they're, and they're entirely separate. And we do seem to be winning some contract negotiations. But what about politics? Do you think that solidarity is going to uh, bring the labor movement together to win in politics as well? Well, I would hope so. You know, whether you vote left or right, if you, you know, if you work for a living, then your politics should, you know, work for you, you know, to help you and help your families and the communities grow. And without the support of our politicians, where you see more politicians who are speaking about strike activity these last couple months, um, it's going to force the hand of those who don't normally speak about our our issues and worker issues because our issues are actually human rights for the most part, and it without you know without these politicians being represent or represented their constituents, it, it could be detrimental to their campaigns in the future. There's an upsurge going on within the labor movement, but also with people that are not in the labor movement. I wonder what advice do you have for young people that just see this upsurge going on and would like to get involved in some way? If you want to get involved, reach out. You know, there's resources out there. There are organizations out there that are ready and waiting for your call. You are not alone. And this new workforce, we need to be reintroduced to the labor movement. It's never left. We've just never seen it till now. All right, I was talking with Tavita Utafe of North Texas, whom I call Brother Solidarity. Tavita Utafe certainly knows what he's talking about when it comes to union solidarity. But I hope you also noticed that he wasn't just talking about one union helping another or a bunch of unions helping another. He was also talking about communities, people who don't have a union 
who are still turning out and helping. Let's see what's going to happen with the John Deere strike that's been going on for two weeks. As I speak, they are voting on the contract. No union fight is over until the membership says it's over. The membership has to vote on the contract before they decide that the fight is over. In its latest offer, the John Deere Company doubled their wage increases and boosted future retirement payments for the union, the United Auto Workers Union. Now, this is particularly interesting because a few weeks ago, John Deere offered a different contract, which was not nearly as good. The union recommended it the way they've been doing for the last 10 or 20 years because they didn't want to go on strike. The union recommended it. The membership turned it down by 90%. The new contract that they're voting on now shows that the 10,000 striking UAW members will receive 10% wage increases compared to what they made earlier this year. That's up from a 5 or 6% increase that Deere offered in the earlier proposal. The company will also continue its pension program for new hires, which they were trying to get rid of. Now, union after union has accepted contracts like this over the past few years because they didn't want to go on strike because they were afraid they would lose. The companies have been cutting pension programs. They cut my pension program, the pension program where I work. They took it away from new hires completely. And that's been going on in company after company. And they tried to do it at John Deere. The workers rejected it. They went on strike and they have won and they are going to get to keep their pension program. Not only that, the new proposal pays a higher rate for future retired workers. A 25-year employee, according to the Des Moines Register, would get $150 a month. So these strikes are working out very well for the strikers. They were only out two weeks. But that's not true of every strike. It's not true of every bad situation. For example, the mine workers in uh, Alabama at the Warrior Mine coal mines, they have been out for over eight months and still don't have a decent offer from the company. Here in Texas at uh, the city of Beaumont in what we call the Golden Triangle, ExxonMobil locked out their workers on May the 1st. Now here it is over six months later. These guys didn't even go on strike. They didn't leave work voluntarily. They were locked out by the company and it's still going on over six months later and the company has hardly moved on its offer. So every strike is not like every other one. The one you're reading about the most now is the Kellogg strike. And the Kellogg strike's been going on for a couple of weeks. It's the uh, baking and what well, we call them the bakery confection workers. I think it's bakery, confection, tobacco, and general milling international union, BCTGM. But they've been out for a couple of weeks. 
they are very likely to win in short order because their product is cereal, which is sold in supermarkets across the country, and people of America are good and tired of these takeaways from companies, and they're very likely to stop eating Kellogg's cereal. One of their, one of their slogans is, no scabs in my cereal. So a lot of people, whether they have unions or not, are backing the Kellogg workers, and I don't expect that, that strike to last very long. Strikes, according to Liz Schuler, the new female president of the American Federation of Labor, Congress of Industrial Organizations, AFL-CIO, she defined a strike like this. She said strikes are profoundly democratic and participatory processes in which workers of different backgrounds and political beliefs unite and take a collective risk in pursuit of a better future. And I would like to add to that. They don't just get a better future. They make a better future for everybody else because if working people start to fight, the bosses start to notice. What you're not seeing in the newspapers is all the contract settlements that are going on across the United States without people going on strike or taking any kind of collective action because the bosses know what's happening in Striketober and Strikevember and they are capitulating in contract negotiations without a strike. The boss doesn't want to see a strike and neither does the union. So both of them would like to get a good contract or get a settlement without a strike. The company, of course, wants a bad contract, and the union, of course, wants a good contract. But they both want to get a contract without a strike. And that's what's going on across the country. And workers are winning good contracts because of the fights that other unions are doing. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.